When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Nerds with Friends. My name is Cody Leach and as always I'm joined by Christian Garcia. What's up guys? The reason why Christian is laughing like a little girl is because we just got through the first segment of the show recording without actually recording anything. Did a hard 30 minutes. Yeah, there was some gold in there too. Christian was saying using a bunch of racial slurs. It was yeah. great. I'll make sure and repeat it. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. We hope you are enjoying. The reason why we are willing to do the same intro twice is because we know you guys enjoy it. So show us that you're enjoying it by liking and subscribing, clicking the little bell icon on the YouTube. So we do appreciate that. Um, also, if you want to become a patron of the show, check out our patreon.com slash nerds with friends down here at the bottom of the screen. Uh, you For a couple dollars a month, you can help support us and throw some money into the old donation maybe box. get an intern to remind us to record buttons that's what we really need so we really need like we need producer brian back to make sure everything's working. I, that's a fair God, point this, this would be so much easier if we had that that's a fair point i don't think we've never we could do we could do like we could do like three shows a week if we had someone to do all the background work. You know, that's fair. I don't think we ever not recorded when we had Brian. Say right. what you will about Brian. Say what you will about Brian. <laughs> you made sure we recorded shit. <laughs> Luckily, I think this is only the second time that's ever happened. I'm pretty sure. Right? I think so. One time it was with a guest, though. That was embarrassing. Oh, uh, he, was, he was so, he was so awesome nice. Who was That was uh, B. Dave Walter yeah. or... or yeah, it was yep. Mr. Walters, yes. Yeah, Mr. Walters. Fuck, I'm hot, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's uh, get this out of the way again so I can be mad at you all over again. Let's do some nerdy <laughs> confessions. Oh, before we do that, I should say we are going to be talking about video game adaptations, um, turning video games into movies and TV shows uh, in kind of lieu of the new Halo show, which is not that great. In this new Sonic movie, which I haven't seen yet, but the first one was pretty good. I enjoyed it. We'll get into it. And we'll get into it. Um, it seems to be kind of difficult to make a good uh, video game movie or TV show. So we'll be talking a little bit about that after the break. But let's do those nerdy confessions where we confess the things that make us nerds, Christian. You know, you know what? It Lay it is. on me, Christian. <laughs> a new, a new point that Cody hasn't heard at all. Okay. No, uh, <laughs> you know what it is. You know mm. why Cody didn't record? I'll tell you why. Because I was talking about Temple of Doom. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. And I made some... The worst Indiana Jones. I made some solid points Yeah, that he I actually convinced him that it was a great movie. And he's like, I can't have that shit on the internet. Yeah, and he's like, just deleted. 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 He's deleted. <laughs> so, but Nerdy Confessions, I rewatched it. And um, because... I guess I'll, I'll cut it a little bit shorter. But I because of, I've noticed that people have disliked it so yeah. much... 
And I was like, maybe I was wrong. Maybe I was wrong. And I rewatched it. And no, I'm not wrong. Shit was fucking awesome. I love Short Round. I can understand why people were annoyed with the blonde lady slightly. But I still think it was She's funny. The worst. Oh, man. Can you imagine like a modern day, like a 2020, 2022 feminist woke lady watching that movie? And just being like, what the fuck? They would cancel Steven Spielberg. I, dude, they're stupid, man. Why can't there be silly women? Like, I don't understand. Oh, like, there are. There <laughs> like, are. I, I don't understand. Like, um, you know, if you took that role away from her, that's what's really fucked up. She didn't get yeah. that role. You should have let a man do that role. It would have been better. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, wait, we can pay her how much? Yeah. Right, let's do that shit. Let's save some money. 75 cents to the dollar? Oh, my goodness. What a deal. Well, we can't afford not to have her. Yeah. Plus, she didn't know. What about recasting Indiana Jones? Yeah. <laughs> But no, I loved it. I love Short Round. Um, I loved all of it. Um, and I'm trying to remember this, some of the stuff that I said. Okay, so the parts where I would have no arguments and I'm like, okay, granted, that was foul, was the Indian food. Yeah, yeah. So that stuff was pretty bad. Not going to lie, I still laughed at it as an adult when I watched it yesterday, but it was because of how ridiculous silly it was. <laughs> Eating all the monkey brains. Monkey brains, snake surprise. Snake surprise. What's what? the surprise? There's fucking snakes There's baby it. snakes. The baby snakes. I don't even think they were snakes. I think they were eels, but Maybe, whatever. Yeah. Those are just water water snakes. Water snakes. Water sna- isn't it crazy that water snakes are different than eels? Like Those are two different things, but they're, they look I know, think, they're, they're I, similar. I think one is slimy. Well, eels can actually breathe underwater. Water snakes, I think, actually just hold their breath. I don't know. They don't have gills. I don't like snakes. They're just snakes. I'm not afraid of snakes. Just not a big fan of them. Like, if someone's like, hey, you want this snake as a pet? I'm like, no thanks. I'm good. I mean, what's his name? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Snakebert? Yeah, I'll take him. (laughs) But, yeah, um, yeah, I still fucking love it. Uh, I'm a snake. Please rewatch it. Remember that? No. That guy, the I don't know video? what you're doing. I'm a snake. Slickery snake. Okay. That one passed me. I don't know, bro. No, I'm going to have to send that to you. It's great. It's entirely too long. I rewatched it the other day. I'm like, wow, this went on a lot longer than I thought it would. People had longer attention spans. Yeah, like YouTube back in the day was the wild, wild west. <laughs> Just put anything on there. But yes, now I can't remember all the amazing points I made. Now we have no evidence, but it's a great movie. Go watch it. Yeah, it's a terrible movie. Don't watch it. Um, yeah, I, the main, the main thing I have with it is it just, it doesn't feel like the same tone. I think a tone, when it comes down to it, the tone of that movie compared to Raiders of the Lost Ark and then later on Last Crusade is so different. Like those movies took themselves very seriously, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. There's humorous moments in it, right? You know, there's, there's the thing where he hates snakes and he goes down and what is there? Fucking snakes, you know? Or his his son calling him Junior the whole time and stuff. And it's like, yes, there's moments of laughter and fun jokes and stuff. But at the end of the day, he's fighting Nazis. He's like really like serious. In this one, it was like You can't take Indian people seriously? No, that's not what I'm that's not what I'm saying. But I'm saying Indian people aren't a real threat. He was fighting real white threats over here in this movie. Um, dude, Nazis are definitely a bigger threat than Indian people. I'm sorry. That's not a that's not a controversial <laughs> statement. Um, How many Nazis have you seen tear a heart out of a dude like while alive and the dude still? You live? really want to know, Christian? <laughs> that's fair. More more than none. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> NASCAR races get crazy. Um, no, yeah, it it just it seems goofy. It seems like a Three Stooges movie where it's just like 
slapsticky and like goofball kind of thing. And I'm just like, ugh, just doesn't fit in the world for me. Also, the worst use of Dan Aykroyd in a movie ever. Yeah, it was like 10, 15 seconds. You didn't even, I don't think you even see his face, right? You do. He's wearing glasses and he's got his clipboard. But oh, yeah. And a terrible British accent. Yeah, exactly. Too. I'm like, why have Dan Aykroyd if you're going to do that? <laughs> My nerdy confession, uh, it's a bit of a sporty confession because I know you're not big into sports, Christian, but um, I want to say it. I get to hear this again. Yeah. <laughs> I've been uh, trying to do something a little active every weekend to try to get a little exercise. So um, along with disc golf, which is 100% a real sport, but I will say this about disc golf. Don't watch disc golf YouTubers because those guys are a bunch of tards. You know what I mean? <laughs> No, I don't. They're like, because disc golf is just frisbeeing, but with a with a specific goal mm-hmm. rather than just throwing it back and forth. It's like, no, you're trying to throw a frisbee into this bucket essentially. And those guys who have made a living at it played so much frisbee that they could actually make money at it. Those people aren't smart people. You know what I mean? <laughs> They're just super stoner dudes, um, but they can be a little entertaining. No, I feel like that's more like hacky sack. Oh yeah, it's it's the same. Same vibe, you Same know, vibe? Okay. like a professional hacky sacker. Yeah, it's you're not far off to a professional disc golfer. Um, but along with disc golf, I've also been getting into regular golf. Um, I took lessons uh, back in college a long time ago, and then because I was poor, uh, didn't play for several, several years. A decade, in, ha- in fact, I think. Um, because golf is definitely a rich man's sport. And while I'm not rich, I definitely have a little thrown around money, you know, where I can spend adult money, a little adult money where I can, you know, I can spend $60 on a round of golf with my buddies. Um, But uh, so because I've been getting into regular golf, I am kind of excited to watch the Masters this year where uh, Tiger Woods is supposedly making his comeback after his crazy car accident where he probably did a bunch of drugs and drove like 90 miles an hour into a ditch. You know what golf needs? Some slap action to get some more audiences to watch. Dude, you, if you want to, if you want, like, if there's one golfer, I think, who can, um, who could really, like, hold your attention, uh, you should look up some YouTube videos of John Daly. John Daly. Dude, that guy is a fucking beast. I'm going, I'm going to Google a picture of him just so you can see him. Um, cause this guy is basically my hero. Um, and he's, He's just like, um, that is not what I thought was going to come up, but all right. Look at, look at this guy. It's Donald Trump. Look at this dude. He likes, he likes smoking cigarettes, crushing beers. Here's a guy spraying him with, with beers on his face. You know what this strikes me of? Some dude saw happy Gilmore fucking mullet. Someone saw Happy Gilmore and was like, that's a great idea, and just decided yeah, to do it. Yeah, totally. Like, and he's from, like, he's, I think he's from, like, Oklahoma or okay, something. Okay, so like on that. our first recording attempt, you said that Tiger Woods is getting in golf shape. Yeah. That is not what I thought golf shape is. Yeah, but this guy, look at this guy. What, what, a, what a G. <laughs> yeah, but he fucking rips it. It's, it's definitely, like, it's a lot about technique, but, um, you know, like, out of shape guys can definitely rip rip the ball, um, but you know he would probably be even better if he lost like eighty the pounds. Mullet? And the mullet? No, the the mullet stays, Christian. <laughs> Can't get rid of it. Also, he wears like funky colored pants all the time. That's actually not him. I don't think. Look at these look at these pants. You know you know what? What's the guy from Eastbound and Down? 
Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Danny McBride. They should make a movie of this guy Dude, and Danny McBride play him. That's a good-ass idea. <laughs> I'd watch the shit out of that. Because Danny McBride basically is John Daly. Also, uh, my friend David and I watched, uh, or we were uh, going on our way to disc golf, in fact. Um, we wa- We found out that he has a country album out. And you know what, Christian? Okay, there's a picture here where he's being interviewed by a reporter. Yeah. And I'm scared for her right now. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, she was probably fearing for her life for sure. Um, like the, in- the amount of inappropriate shit he probably said to her. Hell, yeah. He's the best, man. And um, he has a, he has a country album, and a couple of those tracks, fucking slap. Not going to lie. <laughs> and I don't even like country music. But, yeah, he, he's, he's awesome. American Flag Pants, look at that. The peak of athletic ability. I love it. Get uh, this guy in a room with the Tiger King. That's oh, what I yeah, see. yeah, yeah. Yeah, for sure. But uh, anyway, I am excited to watch the Masters, um, which the Masters is famous for, like, the winner gets, like, the green jacket put on. It's kind of what Happy Gilmore right, was right, doing right. where he was like, that's my jacket. <clears throat> that jacket belongs to Mr. Gilmore, you know? <laughs> so it, it's that's uh, kind of making light of the Masters. So I'm excited to watch that uh you know, we'll see how much I actually watch because golf tournaments can be pretty slow going. Oh, you think so? Yeah. But, you know, I want to watch Tiger. I want to watch – I don't know if John Daly is going to go or not. I think Tommy Fleetwood is, though. He's another one of my favorite guys. So, yeah, I'm excited for that. Cool. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick little break. Um, sorry, this front section was a little shorter than normal, but <laughs> – couldn't rant another half hour about Temple of Doom. Uh, but when we get back, we're going to be talking a little bit about why it's so difficult to turn video games into TV shows and movies. So we'll be right back. If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. And we're back. Okay, so this actually, uh, this idea for a show topic came to us from 30 and Nerdy Podcast. So check those guys out. Um, thank you for your suggestion. We were a little light on um, on suggestions because like Moon Knight is kind of like taking on, you know, it's like two episodes out. You know, Halo's two episodes and it's just not, and I haven't seen Morbius yet. So it's been a little bit of a slow week so far. But I think it's appropriate because um, just in the past like uh, month here, we've had Uncharted movie. I haven't seen it. Though. I, I actually wanted to. I haven't seen it yet either. Um, the reviews have been kind of mixed. We've had Sonic 2, apparently Jim Carrey's last movie, according to Jim Carrey. What? Yeah, he says he's retiring. Nah, he'll be back. Um, and, and then we've had um, the Halo show on Paramount+. Plus. Um, now uncharted, I think right now it's sitting at like 57%, 47% rotten tomatoes. Not great. Not certified fresh. Um, and, um, 
Then we have uh, Sonic, which I'm not actually sure what it, it's at right now. But the first one was pretty good. Um, and then uh, we have Halo, which is getting panned by the true Halo fans. Everyone else who's just kind of watching it just to watch it seems to have you know fairly positive reviews on it. But I will tell you this, Christian. As a Halo fan... <laughs> I am not very happy with that show. Are you going to continue or are you done? I'm going to watch it because I need content for this show. <laughs> but I'm not going to be happy about it. Okay. And I'm, I'm not paying for Paramount Plus. I'm stealing Nick Barber's account. There you so, go. Yeah. You know, they're not getting my hard-earned dollars. Um, but we wanted to talk a little bit about why it's been so hard to cr- create a good adaptation of video games. So what are some of the video game movies, TV shows that have come to, that come to mind for you? Well, I mean, the first one that came to my mind was Mortal Kombat. Yes. But I feel like that was a successful one. Granted, I was a kid when it came out. I enjoyed it. Um, And I'm just going to take the standpoint that it did great. And the reason why I think it it did great was that it didn't steer far away from the fucking material. Yeah. I mean, what is it? A bunch of guys fighting to on a different plane of existence to save planet earth or else it's going to get destroyed just don't like it's right there just don't yeah. fucking veer far from it and i i think maybe and again like i we talked about the newest one it did okay but I f- it just it steered a little bit too far off from the premise of the game yeah and it didn't bring the characters that we wanted to see and and i, I won't get too much into it but it also it didn't have any weight to it. Like we, we kind of got from that movie. Oh, if you died, they'll just come back. Like it's not a big deal. Like you'll see them in part two. So I see you pulling up information. Did it, did it do? Yeah. Right the so, so the original one came out in 1995, um, was number one at the box office for the weekend with 23 million, um, nearly eight times the opening amount of the other new releases that weekend. There you go. Um, it, uh, it, Got a total worldwide of 124 million. Beca- um, became the big highest grossing adaptation of a video game, before being surpassed by Pokemon, the first movie in 1998. There you go. I was right. Yeah. So um, that one fairly successful. Also, and, and I will say amazing soundtrack. Oh, of course. <laughs> like people forget that the Mortal Kombat song came from that movie. Yeah. It wasn't in the video game, and like. You know, when you hear the Mortal Kombat, you know, that one. Yeah. You know, that came directly from that movie. But then, you know, uh, I think I could be wrong on the, the, the dates of these, but I'm pretty sure that after that, that's when we got like the Super Mario Brothers movie. I'm not too sure. Um, I that- And the Street Fighter movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, which, you know, like the Street Fighter movie will always hold like a special place in my heart because um you know Raul Julia's last film was before he died was him playing um freaking uh M Bison. Also, that was 1994 is <clears throat> actually before. Also um Ming-Na Wen also played Chun-Li that was yeah. pretty cool. I it, like people afraid I'm actually glad you mentioned like people forget like yes it wasn't a great movie but my boy Raul did fucking killed it as in Bison. Yeah. Didn't look anything like him, but yeah. it still was great. And he also delivered a great line when he's talking to Chung Lee. He's like, you know, the day I rolled into your village and destroyed it was the day that in Bison came in. And or it was like it was a great day for you. He's like, for me, 
it was just another Tuesday. I was like, God damn, that was a dope that was so fucking good. line. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then there was the uh, Super Mario Brothers uh, movie, which um, was 1993, um, which apparently um, I, f- I forget the, uh, the the main dude's name, um, the guy who played Mario. Um, Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. Yeah. Apparently he was fucking hammered the whole time. Oh, it was yeah. So ridiculous. Yeah. Apparently the the script for the movie changed daily, sometimes multiple times yeah. a day. Like they didn't know. They didn't even bother reading the script anymore because they're like, well, we don't know what the fuck we're going to get. Right. But apparently, yeah, like uh, I, I think it was John Leguizamo like broke his leg or his arm because they both just got hammered and like yeah. something went wrong while filming. Yeah, exactly. Um so, you know, and then there's, you know, flash forward, you know, into more uh, modern adaptations. We have the Resident Evil movie. Which a lot of them did great. The first the one The first was one, I would say, was a good movie overall. Yep. Wasn't really Resident Evil, though. No, it wasn't. But that's a, one of those rare instances that, like, it didn't stick to the source material, but it still ended up being... It, it kind of turned into its own thing. Yeah. But also, one thing to think about that as well is Resident Evil movie, or Resident Evil games didn't even stick with Resident Evil. You know what I mean? Yeah. Each each village and uh Resident Evil what was the one before that? Um Resident Evil eight, Resident Evil Village, or maybe I'm getting those it was maybe it was seven and then village. I, I know doesn't matter. Well, the, the latest two ones. With the Lady Vampire one and then the before yes, that. The a, the one before that was I, I didn't enjoy it too the much. The Hillbillies right. one or whatever. Yeah it and did. then and then there was also even Resident Evil five, they were kind of like they were in Africa or something. And they had the the face that opened up and stuff. It, like I, I actually it, really enjoyed that game. Though. I enjoyed that game too, but it, I was like, it should be in Raccoon City in the dark with yeah, zombies, yeah. regular zombies. But you know, even the games themselves kind of evolved. But let's be honest: if they were going to be testing medicine that they weren't too sure, they were probably going to mm, do it in Africa. Let's, probably. Let's, let's be honest. Unfortunately, they probably already are Christian, right? Unfortunately, um, but you know, so the Resident Evil movies kind of took on their own their own thing. It became something different. It became this big action movie, you know, um, which kind of had zombies in it. Um, and then we have things like monster hunter also with Mila Jovovich, um, which was not very good. Did you ever watch that one? (laughs) It was bad. It was real bad. Um, and then Sonic the Hedgehog, which is probably one of the more successful versions of a video game turned live action movie um was almost a big big disaster when when the first character designs were released everyone's like dude what the fuck is this <laughs> that's that's one of those times where like uh the internet saved a movie because right. it would have been really fucking bad yeah. and, and think about it like when we watched it with the reskin sonic a lot of people enjoyed it and they're like all right this is sonic and nothing changed other than the image and it goes to show you how one fucking thing can ruin an entire movie right absolutely and i think i think uh a big part of it was hence halo taking the mask off yeah <laughs> one fucking thing. one fucking thing there are multiple things in the halo but that's a big one but yeah it's it's i think it stems from a problem where the people who are creating these movies or tv shows or streaming whatevers um they're they're approaching it from the standpoint where they have this IP, right? This intellectual property. They've paid a bunch of money to Sega for Sonic or, you know, or Microsoft for Halo. And they want to create something that will give them a return on that investment, right? 
you know, it's the same reason why people buy stocks, right? They want they want to sell it for more than it, what they bought it for. Um, and that's their main goal. Their main goal is never to make the most true to the source material thing that they ever that they could. You know yeah. what I mean? I think, um, and that's kind of where the problem lies. If we look at something like, like Halo, right? And of course, we're just going off the two two uh, first two episodes. Um, it, if they turn it around somehow in the, in the last four, I will a hundred percent say so on on the podcast. Um, but to me, Halo has always been the story of Master Chief and his his relationship with Cortana, who's kind of teaches him how to be human, which is kind of an ironic pairing right you have an artificial intelligence teaching the human man how to be a person again essentially right, right? um you, if you think about it, it's a complex idea that works you know like it's, it's right it's a good idea it's also it's also a very complex untraditional love story that that a lot of people i mean you know it's a halo game so it's not super deep <laughs> but you get the sense that especially when you know towards the end of like halo 3 or 4 or whatever i forget which one it was where Cortana um, essentially is like deteriorating, her like code is getting deleted or whatever. You can tell that Chief will do anything to save her because like he loves her in his own way, right? He doesn't have like feelings necessarily, <laughs> but she has she has you know awoken the human side of him, uh, and he he wants to make sure that he saves her, right? And it's a complex love story because like. If he's actually in love with her, what's he going to do? She's a fucking computer program. You know what I mean? <laughs> and, you know, who knows Who knows if he can even get a boner anymore with his Spartan genetic engineering? We don't know. He doesn't have one. He doesn't have a dick. They took it out. Yeah. So can, it doesn't get in the way when he runs. It's just a distraction. Yeah. yeah also removed his testicles because yeah. no Bouncing. weak points. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not a lot of room in the old uh, Mjolnir armor. Uh, See, like... Like and I don't know I'm guessing but the, I feel like the problem with the that comes from making a video game movie is you don't necessarily want to get the fans to make it because they're not professional like filmmakers sure and when you do get professional filmmakers who know nothing about the game it's like all right well they're searing so far away from the source material that you're not going to make the actual people who are going to consume it happy so right. like I mean if you gave it to video game people who love video games they're probably particularly Halo fans like what are they going to do. Just like have a bunch of like sections where he's like teabagging someone or some shit. That would be the best. Yeah, see, <laughs> <laughs> like if he's just like fuck you, Covenant, and he just fucking teabags him. Yeah, like, I'd be like, how oh, that's funny. I mean, sure, it, would, like, it wouldn't fit in the show. I, it wouldn't I fit in the show, but like you need that like a happy medium. I was like, all right, professionals who've never played the game, non-professionals who love the right. game. All right, you guys get together and like make it fucking happen. I think I think you're right. I think that um a big part of it is that the people who would do it the most justice don't know how to make good movies no. or or don't know how to make movies in general and they don't know what goes into budgeting a movie, you know, making sure that they can they have enough money to do it justice and stuff. So um and then the people who are making it Unless they're already fans, yeah, they're not going to go out of their way to make it as lore accurate as possible, right? Right, you right. Know? Um, which in a game in a show like Halo, right, 
they're they're using the Halo name and the Halo character names. You know, you got Master Chief, you got Halsey, you got Cortana. Um, you know, you have the you have the Covenant, and all the names are there, but who those names belong to aren't there the characters have changed so much from the original i think that's what's really rubbing fans the wrong way um and in a bunch of interviews and stuff the showrunners have said that they're not they're not looking at the game they're not like they're not uh following the books or whatever they're they wanted to create something new and fresh so make something new so, and fresh. So make something new and fresh you know make something that's not halo make space opera whatever you know um, but no, they want, they want the eyeballs and the attention that having the name halo brings along with it, you know? And I think, I think that's really where they start, uh, getting themselves into trouble. Um, see, but then now, like, I feel like something that was nothing like the game, like it could work, it could possibly work, but it's like, I don't want to say a miracle, but there needs to be a lot of happy accidents that happen that work. Like, uh, detective Pikachu. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. Oh yeah, nothing like the game whatsoever at right. all. It was something original, but it worked. Like it right. fucking worked. Yeah, and I think you know that's something where, you know, if you're gonna make a live action Pokemon movie, it has to be a little. You know, you you have to like think about it from a different way, right? Like just them training Pokemon, and you have Ash Ketchum and stuff. It's kind of an it's kind of a hard sell, especially you know for children because the animated shows. Like we just said, uh, Pokemon the movie was the number one video game movie of all time for a while, you know, and it was just all it was was an anime movie. Yeah. Right. So to do a live action when you got to bring something new to the table. And I think they crushed it with that one. And yes, having it be the detective Pikachu where like Pikachu's actually a talking detective, <laughs> you know, it they had to use their imagination to really pull it off in that medium. And But I think it worked because you could tell that the people making it understood Pokemon and what people loved about Pokemon. I think actually that's one of those examples where like we're actual true fans who happen to be filmmakers. Right. And then Absolutely. they could, they could, they knew what would work and what wouldn't work. And, and it did. Yeah. I, I think, I think that's, that's what, you know, caused the real success to it. You know what I mean? I think it, they understood Pokemon. They didn't make up different new Pokemon. You know what I mean? <laughs> they didn't change the world of Pokemon. It was still these monsters that are stored inside these balls. Um, and, you know, you have Mewtwo being a genetically engineered, you know, super Pokemon and stuff. Um, they, they understood the concept of it, which which would be fine for Halo, too. If, if this was a different story of Master Chief meeting some new, you know, alien threat or whatever... That's fine as long as you get the Master Chief right, 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 right. and, and the world introduce- of the world of Halo. You can yeah. make it about anything you want, any ep- mission or whatever. Um, but you have to get the 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 characters right and the overall like ethos of it. You know, and see, the, and then there's examples where like on paper, it should something should work, and you're like, all right, just seeing it like now, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. We know what had happened, but like. Mm-hmm. For example, Doom, Doom with yeah. The Rock and right, Carl right. Urban. Yeah, it's like, dude, I, what I just said. Like, if you've never seen the movie, like, wait, you got The Rock and Carl Urban in like a movie, it's gonna fucking be gold, right? Like, that's it, money in the bank. But you know, it was obviously not like we know now. It sucked, but like, yeah, I, I mean, like, I, I mean, 
it had some stuff. I'm not gonna lie, actually. When the little, did, the little first person. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that too. That was that was cool. But I every, actually hated it in Halo, though. <laughs> like they oh, did, they did it way too much. You know, in the second episode, I'm guessing. First episode. I don't remember when that. he jumps in. You see through his through his visor when he's fighting the Covenant and stuff. You see the little radar thing. You see a shield thing at the top. I, I think I mentally uh, blocked that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. They put. They, I'd like it. I like it a little bit, and I like how they have like they have little hints in there. So they do know a little bit about the game because yeah, they yeah. have the sound when his shield's recharging, like the you know, like when it's charged back up. Um, and they have the thing where it has his heads up display. Like they've watched some of it. And, and the weapons look good, like the Gatling gun, his auto rifle, the battle rifle. They all look like like ultra cosplay quality, you know what I mean? But then you have you have Master Chief take his helmet off in the first episode, which is, I don't know how that got past so many. Like, you know what it is? You know what it is? Is that all these players have been blue balled for like 20 years. Yeah. One knew what his face like. They're like, look, let's just give him the money shot right away. No, no one wondered. No one wondered. We <laughs> so, liked him as the stoic super soldier. You know, like, nah. These people need to know. Like, I know what these people want. You want to see that face. You're right, Christian. There, there would never be a successful TV show where a guy <laughs> didn't show his face for the entire show. No, not at all. No, with with no green baby. No green baby. Yeah. No fucking. No, you know, there's never a show set in space where the guy just wears his helmet all the time. There's no way that would be successful. That's a terrible fucking show. Yeah. Who's going to watch that? I don't know. That wouldn't be the way, that's for sure. For sure. For sure. Yeah, the reason why it in The Mandalorian, he only takes his helmet off twice that we see, right? Right. We see it once when he's super injured at the end of season one, I and think. And he it thinks was. he's going to die. He thinks he's going to die. And then on season two to save uh, Grogu, right? The because there was no other way. It'd There's literally weird. no other way. It'd be weird if he went in with his So helmet. So we we as viewers know that it's a big deal for him to keep his helmet, to take his helmet off. Yeah. So when it happens, we're like, oh, shit. It, like, this is important to him. Like, it, it's built into the ethos of that show, into the, into the mythology of the Mandalorian. In Halo... He literally takes it off for some girl he's never met before because he feels bad that, like, she, she's like, you should question the UNSC. And he's like, you're right. If you want to shoot me, you're going to have to shoot me in the face. I'm like, why would you do that? You know, if anything, if they were going to have them him remove the helmet, it could have been like the Mandalorian where he's, like, super injured. You think he's going to die. And it could be on the last episode. And all you have to do like is Darth just- Vader. Yeah, or, or not even all you have to do is just show it from the back. A back shot of him taking his helmet off. You see the back of his head. Next season, whatever, a year or two when it comes out, don't show his face, helmet back yeah, on. Yeah, but they put the helmet back on. Yeah, there you go. Like, Exactly. And it's like that would be such a little thing. And no one who played Halo wants Master Chief to take their helmet, his helmet off. You know what I mean? Also, when the, when the casting is announced, we know what he looks like. We know what Pablo... Uh, Schreiber? Schreiber? Yeah, yeah. We know what he looks like, right? Porn stash from Orange is the New Black. We don't need to see him as Master Chief. Like, he has the helmet on. He does the voice and the action. Like, that's what we want from him. That's his character. So, it's it's very frustrating to see kind of the road they're going down um, with this one. Um, what do you think? It? Why do you think video games as a 
medium is so hard to adapt into. Well, like I said, I think one is like it's getting great filmmakers who just so happen to be video game players. But I mean, on the other hand, there's great examples. I, I mean, I haven't seen them, but I just know they're terrible. When you get a director like you, Bowl, to make like these video game movies. Which one was that? Oh, one? my God. He's made. Well, let's see. He's made Alone in the Dark. Okay. Has anyone seen it? No. no. Why? Because it was terrible. Blood Rain. Have you seen it? Oh, I've heard of Blood Rain. Yeah. There you go. It's terrible. Yeah. Uh, House of the Dead. Oh, he did the Far Cry movies. The Far Cry movie. Um, yeah, and it's like, it's just one of these dudes who continuously like makes shit movies that tank, but he keeps getting them. I don't know. Somebody made a deal with the devil, right? And he's fucking like getting these. I think I think one of the problems may come from how video games tell their story, where you know, say a video game like Halo takes you know, 20 hours to beat the game, right? You have 20 hours to really tell the story of Master Chief and and make the player care about him, right? I think that even though, like, most of that time you're, you're shooting, you know, elites and, you know, doing missile launchers and all that kind of shit, um, at the end of the day, you're getting little pieces of dialogue, you're getting cut scenes, you're going through the world as Master Chief, so you're starting to get a better idea of who he is as a character. And um, when you're trying to water, you know, concentrate that down into what can make a six-hour TV show, it can be a little bit difficult um, if you don't know what you're doing. And I think what you know, specifically for Halo, I think that's kind of um, what they're, you know. I think they they had the the cliff notes of Halo read to them by an intern <laughs> or told or or told by their, you know, you know, 25-year-old son. You're like, "Okay, so there's this guy Master Chief. He's super badass. He's got sick helmet with the you know, green armor and the and the yellow visor, and he's like a total badass. He's a Spartan. Spartans are like these super soldier guys who just like they're like brainwashed from little kids to be like the ultimate weapons and he comes in and he's just fucking up the covenant he's just like in there he's like blasting he's like gah, 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 gah. and then and then he finds out that like there's this thing called the halo right the halo is this weapon and like that's bad he doesn't want that because that the halo weapon could like destroy the whole universe and so he's got to stop it with his computer friend cortana and they're like cool I'll take that back to the writer's room and see what we can do with that. And so then they make this, you know, they try to cobble together this story using like the, the again, the character names that they've gathered without actually putting in the work and playing through the games and understanding the motivations of those characters. I mean, yeah. I mean, like what else? I mean, I think that's it really. Um, they, they just, they don't know what they're fucking doing. They're yeah. not getting the right fucking people to do it. So uh, what hope do you think we have of video game um, movies, TV shows in the future? Like what would you what would you think would be an easy to adapt one into ooh. the next call it HBO series or, you know, Apple Plus show? Like what would I want to see or what they, I think would work? What do you think what do you think would work? Like and you know, give us like some story point teasers. We know Last of Us is coming. Yep. I think that one could work. Well, if they just take this from the source materials. If sure. they just copy the first game. Yeah. It'll work. It'll work. And then end it. 
because the country will be divided from the second one. Yeah, the second one. <laughs> I think if they get, um, I think you need directors like James Gunn to get and do maybe small games that were cult like followings. Like um, I don't know if you've seen it, but Werewolves Within was uh, I didn't even know. I just saw the movie. I didn't know it was a video game, but apparently it's a video game, and it was. It was entertaining. It, it stars um, the girl from uh, the AT and T commercial. Is this the AT and T? Oh, really? Of Verizon, the hot girl from <laughs> from the from one of the yeah no it's eighteen yeah AT and T yeah I forget what her name is in the AT and T show. It was goofy. Or, it was funny and it was hilarious nice. and small budget, which can work, you know, mm-hmm. if you're creative with the dollars. Um, but I think if you take that approach and, like I said, take someone like James Gunn who can take, like, a silly movie like Suicide Squad. Like, let's be honest, how many people knew about Suicide Squad before it happened? Right. And granted, I'm not talking about the first one, I'm talking about the second one. No one knew the first team, but he made the second one fucking amazing. Right, right. Uh, even Guardians of the Galaxy, I guess, right. better example. Guardians of the Galaxy, yeah. not too many people knew about them, but he took this team and he made it into a fucking amazing, you know, franchise. Right. So, like, I think if you get directors like that, and just give them the freedom to run with it, it'll fucking work. Absolutely. I don't know if I know another director, except Taika Waititi, who could take a fucking yes. raccoon and like make it a talking raccoon and make it work. Yeah, Taika Waititi can take a non-talking alien bug and make it work. Yeah. This is Meeks. He's got knives for hands. Yeah, like there's few people who yeah. just have that, you know, fucking touch of gold who can turn something yeah. goofy and make it work. I, I think for me, uh, one that I could definitely see being made is Mass Effect. And and the reason why is at the core of Mass Effect. Now, Mass Effect is a big game. It's a, you know, it's a role-playing game made by Bioware. So, like, all these little decisions you make change the outcome of the game. So you couldn't, you couldn't do a one-for-one adaptation of Mass Effect. But there is a overarching story where you have Commander Shepard... On the Normandy, which is a spaceship, and this is the name of a spaceship, and um, you have him fighting these things called uh, ooh, what were they called? It's been a while since the I baddies, the bad, the bad <laughs> ghost spaceships or whatever from from the dark space, dark reaches of space. Um, I'll remember them eventually, I'm sure. The Reapers, I think that's what they're called. Yep, I think that's Serenity. Yeah, but I think it was also in this. <laughs> I could be wrong. Um, but um, I think Sovereign was the name of like the head ones, so that that sounds right. Doesn't matter anyway. So you have him fighting this this alien threat that's coming in to save them, and you have his crew. You have Garrus, you have Ashley, you have um, Rex, and Joker's the captain of the ship or the the pilot, I should say. Um, and I'm and Tali, I think, is the other one in the first game. Anyway, so you have his crew. So you have kind of an ensemble cast a little bit, but you have this goal, and you can kind of pick your favorite side quests and stories to add into it. And you're essentially as you're, as you're making that TV show or that movie, what have you, you're making, um, your playthrough of the game essentially. Right. So it's not going to be the same as my playthrough. You know, maybe I tried to bang Ashley instead of, Oh, Liara was the other, was the other alien lady. Maybe, maybe the director wanted Liara to be the romantic interest. Right. Like, It'll be different than my playthrough, but because of the style of game it was, I can still sit back and appreciate it as long as, at the core of it, it's Commander Shepard fighting against these alien robots with his crew. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think that's 
that's a successful, you know, you, you boil it down into what are the raw elements of this game. And that's what it is. And then you, you can build a story off from that, right? Pick and choose which, which uh, side quests were the most important to you. And you can kind of uh, go from there. Um, you got any, got any other ones, or or maybe one that should never be made into a TV show? Elden Ring, <laughs> for <laughs> multiple reasons. Yeah. One, there's too much fucking material. There, where are you gonna go? Yeah. Uh, second, also the story's just out there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> also, we don't also, want another Game of Thrones. Yeah. Incident. Also, also the main character would just die all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like shit. It might, you know, Elden Ring or like Dark Souls or Bloodborne. Might be a fun, um, like if they did a TV show, but as a comedy, maybe the fans might hate it. But if it was like, if it was like Chris Pratt or like Ryan Reynolds playing the main character, and he just dies all the time yeah. and keeps getting reborn, he's like, God damn it, it's so hard. And the, then you know, eventually gets through and, and beats them. The, the only way, yes, I agree that that would if it took yeah. the comedic route, yes, it would be funny. The only way I think it would work. Is if he did something I don't remember the Tom Cruise movie where he's consistently dying and coming back. Oh, live die repeat. Yeah, if you did yeah. something on that approach, right. then it could work. Yeah, and and so in the lore of those games, like each game they kind of have that built into the into the lore of the game where, you know, they are they are dying and being reborn. You know, that's kind of like what's happening narratively in those games. So like it could definitely be a movie like that where you know, the more and more he goes through it, the better and better he gets right, at right, right. being a, a warrior or whatever. So, um, I you know, I think that could work. But I think you're right that the the story elements... And, you know, I thought with Elden Ring, with George R. R. Martin writing it, I thought it was going to have, like, the most awesome, in-depth, crazy story ever. But it is so out there, it yeah. is very hard to follow. Like, everyone worships fingers... And then like the two fingers, is it two fingers? The two, there's also a, there's a subsect called the three fingers nice. who don't agree with the two fingers. It's like, it's like, oh no, oh no, I don't like you. Isn't that the two in the pink, one in the stink? Is oh, that, the shocker. Yeah. Isn't that the one? Yeah. Maybe, maybe that's why they don't like each other. You know, no one likes a shocker un, unannounced. Um, you know, I think that one would be a, a hard one to do, but, um, what, uh, what's another one that would be like, that would never adapt very well to it. Like I think Tetris. It's just like two construction workers with cranes, maybe. <laughs> Wasn't that kind of what it was supposed to be? Was, I have no idea, yeah. man. I don't yeah. know why my gut maybe it's the Mandela effect. I feel like was there a Tetris movie? Did someone make that shit? No, but there there was there, Pac-Man showed up in a movie at one point. Yeah, I forget I, what movie that I was. I feel like you're right. There was a movie with Pac-Man. It wasn't know. a Pac-Man movie though. But no. that's fucking stupid. <laughs> um, I think I think uh, um, you could easily make something like like Tomb Raider, which we never we haven't really mentioned. But I think the if you go back and watch the newest Tomb Raider with uh, the the chick from. Uh, Deus Ex Machina. That one got actually Ex, Ex Machina. That one got good ratings. I thought that was it. pretty good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I haven't seen it, but it was kind of low budget compared to like the Angelina Jolie ones. But I thought it was a pretty good job of doing uh what's her name? I think now this would be hard to do and make it look good, I think. But I think maybe maybe our technology is good enough to do it. I think a God of War game 
would be fucking amazing. It'd be great if it was done correctly, but uh who should play Kratos? Ooh. I think uh what's his name? Um Drax. Oh, maybe. What's his name? I can't think of his name. Uh, Dave, Dave Bautista. Bautista. Yeah. He might be a little old for him now. Old for now, yeah. but um but goddamn I would watch the shit out yeah. of that. You know? We didn't mention also the Assassin's Creed movie. What, <laughs> what about it? I haven't seen it. You haven't seen it? No, no it was bad. Assassin's Creed games got really weird anyway, so... Um, that, I only played one, and it was the pirate one, and I didn't understand the story fucking yeah, at all. The story's got weird, for sure. Brotherhood was the best Assassin's Creed game, I, I'd say. Um, uh, trying to think of another another good one. I would say do not attempt a Final Fantasy again. <laughs> just play the like, games. Like Final Fantasy Seven, Or just Final Fantasy at all. Like, I don't know. Unless it was anime and unless it was done in Japan, like probably yeah. Americans shouldn't touch yeah, it. Yeah, I think if you're trying to do like Final Fantasy VII, which is largely regarded as, as the best Final Fantasy, right? That's, yep. That's I would say so. Pretty fair, right? Although um, to me, in my heart, it's a tie between Final Fantasy Tactics and Seven, but that's sure. to me. And that's one of the weird things with Final Fantasy is that the games aren't necessarily connected. No, at all. Right. <laughs> Um, like what's connected th- summons and chocobos. Yeah. And then like, what's his face? Um, Sid, isn't he in uh, almost all of them, all, all the games or something, if not all or of some them. version of him. Yeah. So, you know, there's, there's little things like that, but I think that if you're going to make a movie, you got to make it of seven. But the problem is, is that game is so long. Yeah. Like you can't how, rush how, that story. How either. do you cover all of that? You no. know what I mean? And like at the end of the day, some of that shit gets really weird. You know, with with uh, Sephiroth's mom and all that stuff. You mean cross-dressing cloud? What do you mean? Yeah, gets a str- I mean, honestly, you could pull that off in a show. Like that—that's you know, I think uh, what was it? Uh, Shanghai Noon or something? Didn't they do that? Maybe I thought I that was pretty funny. Could be wrong. Um, or maybe it was Wild Wild West with uh, Wild. Maybe it was both. It could have been. Yeah, it could. Seems like it seems like something they would put in in a western comedy movie. Dude, talk about Will Smith, man! I'm not trying to get slapped. <laughs> Keep my movie's name out your fucking mouth. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think that I think you can do a video game movie or TV show if you take the time to understand what is the core of that game, like what is the most important foundations of that, right? So Donkey Kong. That's what I want to see. I'm not talking about the Super Nintendo Donkey Kong. I want to see fucking Donkey Kong throwing barrels at Mario. I want to see that shit. Ooh, crossover with the new Mario movie that's coming out. There with, we go. With uh, Chris Pratt. Um, Give that shit to Taika Waititi. He'll make it work. Now, what did you think of the Rampage game movie? Did Didn't you watch, watch it? it. Did not watch it. It was not very good. Actually, I liked the arcade game. So uh, Yeah. I, I want to watch it. it. I'm sure it's streaming now. I just don't want to pay for it. Right, right. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's, it's games like that that I don't think have enough story behind them to really make a movie. Those ones, to me, feel like the biggest cash grab of all. Well, it's a video game that ripped off a movie. So it's it's a movie, right. ripped a video game ripped off the movie, and now a movie about a video game that ripped off a movie. So right, it's right. Like, it's like, okay, it's kind of like Godzilla, but... Or King Kong, King I don't Kong, know. But different, you know. Um yeah, I think you, you really have to pick like a modern day, you know, um, a more modern game. It doesn't have to be like in the last like five years, but I think like like Horizon Zero Dawn. I think that would actually make a good movie. It would be expensive as fuck, 
um, with all the CG robot dinosaurs. I feel like that might fall into, and I haven't seen it, but you know, Monster Hunter. I feel like it would have the same fucking problems. It could. Um, I, you know, I didn't play enough of the Monster Hunter games to really know what the story was. I just know that that as a movie was a bad movie. Um, because also like they get into the Monster Hunter world and then they're like, you know, it takes some time for them to get in there and then they're figuring everything out and then they're back in the regular world. It was stupid. Um, but I think you could do like, because, because of how Horizon Zero Dawn is, you have a strong main character with Aloy. You have supporting cast of characters who are clearly defined and you have like a clear goal at the end of it. And because it's a wide open thing, you can you don't have to you can condense that score story down quite a bit of her finding out more about the 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 previous, you know, the world before the uh apocalypse happened and everything. And then, you know, you can even you can even have uh what's his name? Um Jonathan Reddick play his own character, which would be fucking awesome. Um and I think I think you could easily make that into a blockbuster movie. You wouldn't even have to be a TV show because <laughs> this might be a slight on the actual game, but the characters aren't super deep. Like Aloy, like she doesn't have a lot going on. She was she grew up as an outcast. Now she's got to save the world. We don't need ten episodes to learn more about her. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, we you can squeeze that into a two hour movie for sure. But it would be expensive because of all the dinosaurs. You know, I was just thinking that. Yeah. I would love to see, but it would never work. And maybe I don't want to see it. Legend of Zelda would never yeah. fucking work. That's a, that's another tough one, kind of like Final Fantasy, because you know there's similar parts in all the Zeldas. Like it's Link, he's trying to save Zelda. Ganondorf, for it tends to be there sometimes. Or Ganon. Um, sometimes he's a wizard. Sometimes he's a warrior. Sometimes, no. sometimes he's a monster. Yeah. I was just thinking strictly about the outfit. I don't. I feel like I don't know. Maybe a very talented cosplayer can pull it off, but I feel like no one's going to be able. I to... think. I think you could do the Breath of the Wild style one, where it's kind of like a tunic. You know, yeah. it doesn't have the elf hat as much. You know, it's just some dude with kind of the the man bun pulled back and stuff. Um, hmm. Oh, alarm went off. Alarm went off. Cool. Um, but yeah, <laughs> I I I could totally see that happening. Um, you know them. They could make a story, but it would be it would be hard. I think yeah. you're right. Well, cool. Well, I think we better go before ch- check someone that, check that all out. Gets arrested or we get yeah. shot. But let us know down in the comments uh, what you think of movie video games. Which uh, games would make the best movies, and which ones should they never touch? Christian, as always, thanks for being my player two. <laughs> Ready player two. Ready player two. To all the nerds out there, remember, you're not alone. You're with friends. This is Nerds with Friends. Thank you and good night.